The Cool Mom Show, the place you can find real mom talk without the perfection of social media. We'll be chatting about marriage after kids, parenting, and the life of being a working mom. Turn on the podcast during your morning commute or while folding the laundry. Grab yourself a coffee, put on some lip gloss, and let's do this together. Welcome back to The Cool Mom Show. We are here to talk about the transition from zero to one child and this has been kind of a little bit for us um I had to kind of sit down and think about like what it was like I mean I definitely remember the highlights but I'd had to sit and think about it for a little bit you're not going to address the fact you just skipped the week oh yeah <laughs> so just jump it in. last week we did not do an episode because one we were kind of like on thanksgiving still but also my girls were sick both yeah. of them from one to the next and they were just like cranky needed their mom and i was very worn down myself just because i was taking care of them and making sure they had everything they needed and being at work so um, I just decided with it being Thanksgiving, we just got and take take break. So yeah. hope you all can understand. So, do you have a good break? I did. I mean, granted, sickness, but it wasn't. It could have been a lot worse. I mean, it was just, I guess, like a virus, but slash ear infection. Then we got to go to that comedy show last night. Yeah, we got to go to a comedy show, which was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. Comedy shows are always things that I would never pick to go to myself like i'm like i don't think i would rather go to like a concert but every time i go to a comedy show it turns out to be pretty fun it's a great date night yeah (laughs) not that so it's (laughs) dr jeff is who picks (laughs) he's he's fueled most of our comedy shows that we go to yeah i've only been to comedy shows with him actually no that's not true well okay joe rogan was one that we went to yeah. It's just been a really long time. And you say you don't remember it. I, I really, I'm trying to go back. It's ridiculous. It must be so long ago that we don't even have pictures from it. Because it I don't have any memories on my phone from it. I like having memories because it helps remind you what happened. I think happened. Austin and Jake went. And all the girls. And I think uh, Clayton and one of his girlfriends went. Yeah, I, we I like faintly remember it. It was funny as crap. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I think I was pregnant, so I think I was tired. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, so that's kind of what we did on the week off. And I decided that we're going to do this week and then next week and then after next week, take like two weeks off until the first of the year. Dang. Just because... I feel like I need like a mental reset. I might just take a break from social media in general for about two weeks. Okay. Because I've never done that and I kind of just want to like reset. Might be a good idea. And around the holidays, I feel like it's a good time. I'm going to be busy anyways, getting everything ready I'll to go. i when I see it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to be, that. I'm not going to be completely off social media, but I'm going to try to 
just like disconnect a little bit maybe like get creative maybe try to like think of some creative ideas for this podcast and then like when i'm so when i come back after january 1st i'm like here with a lot of like good ideas good creative intentional things that yeah the people want to hear you could plan a few episodes out yeah that's my thought process like i'm not gonna not do anything i just want to do it in a different way okay plus i think moms will be also busy with their families doing things so (laughs) they i don't want to i'd rather be here for them to listen to when it's convenient okay so that's my plan it's my plan for the cool mom show the december plan (laughs) (laughs) okay um so anyways let's just jump into our first like topic i i want to do a topic for each show and so this topic i decided to share our story from zero from us having no kids to one kid which like i said um stella will be five in april so it's been almost five years which is crazy but hey um i think we're back on (laughs) we're back on (laughs) just Um, had a crazy thing happen we just lost power (laughs) in the middle of recording that i was in the middle of a really good thought and the power just completely went black uh so we're back on sorry uh, i think it's going jess i don't know where so i'll exactly. try to pick up where i left off so <laughs> i was saying which i'm pretty sure i was saying that our our topic was transitioning from zero to one and then also i was in the middle of saying that stella is almost five and so it's been a while since we actually had this transition from zero to one but what gave me the idea to talk about this is because it was one of my hardest transitions as becoming a mom and that's kind of why I started this podcast was because I wanted to talk to other moms who may be going through difficult times or times where they feel like they should be very very happy but they might be struggling so that's why I like intentionally started this podcast yeah and so it's kind of something I wish I would have had five years ago basically Um, So I figured I would just share my story about me transitioning from zero to one, which is really kind of opening up. So you want me to kind of interview you? um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that can, that'll be fine. You can kind of interview me, but you can also like chime in on (laughs) what it was like maybe dealing with me because I'm sure that was probably like. You had to deal with me too. Different. (laughs) It was. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. It took me a while. we, We were like. We were relatively young. We no. were 25. I mean, we weren't we were young. We were not, not young. young. We were ba- we were yes. definitely not young. So, but we were younger, not older. I think Okay, well, so for a quick recap for people who don't know, we started dating. I was 16, you were 15. Yeah. We were off and on a little bit, but yeah. we ended up staying together all through college. Yeah. And Long distance. Got married got married after um and then short i think one year after we got married you were pregnant no that was our plan our plan was to wait about a year be married for about a year <laughs> and then try to have a baby but we were also kind of like well you know you hear all these stories about infertility people can't have babies right off the bat so we were like well we'll just like not prevent yeah just just in case it does take us a little while and you were working out of town so i was well, stella's five now right yeah 
Well, no, no. She's four and a half. She'll be five. So I was like 26. Yeah. And you were working out of town on an out of town job. And I think I saw you four times that month, four weekends. And it was not very much. And so you're trying to say I got not, pregnant. It's not my child. No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> what I'm saying is I got pregnant really quick after we got married. A lot of people asked me if I had a honeymoon baby. That's how close it was to our wedding. I don't think it was that close. It was a month. I What? Yeah, we got married in it might have been six weeks. We got married in June 17th, 2017. I found out I was pregnant in August. Dang. 4th or 5th, 2017. So it was about six weeks. It felt like 10, after we got 10 married. Years, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was more than ready. Uh, we were just ready. We were ready. Um, we just didn't we, expect it we to didn't happen that think quick. think it happened that fast, no. Yeah. And in hindsight, I think, um, yeah, yeah, we, we, some people close to us, it had taken them a while and we were, that was like lingering in our mind. Oh yeah. Like, what if that happens to us? Yeah. I, that, I remember that specifically. Yeah. So that, yeah, we, we both thought that we were like, well, if it takes a while, we might as well just get, like get not started. prevent. <laughs> yeah. But we also weren't like tracking ovulation and doing all the things where like, you're absolutely trying to get pregnant. Like we were just kind of like being a newly engaged newly married couple <laughs> like that's it but that's not really what i want to talk about basic i mean we that's are very blessed background. yeah the background we were very blessed that it happened that way because in uh, hindsight like no. it's not that easy um so yeah um so basically what i want to talk about is after i mean we can maybe touch on the pregnancy though too because that can kind of relate i guess to what I experienced after. Yeah, why don't you talk about your first um, pregnancy a little bit? I, I my think fr- that's yeah, the my same. first pregnancy was rough, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, all pregnancies are—they're not easy. Um, no. I didn't have too bad of a pregnancy. I—I I don't. The beginning, I remember I was nauseous, kind of like the normal stuff. Second trimester, I had more energy, but around twenty-eight weeks is when it really started to hit hard. I was. I started swelling bad. I was like gaining water everywhere. And it was pretty early. I mean, I wasn't even on, I wasn't even to 30 weeks yet and I was swelling. Um, yeah. It so was that's bad. the main thing that I remember is like the swelling at the end. You I just ended up gaining your, your feet got really bad. You were starting to pat, you passed out a couple times. Yeah. I passed out in the middle of the night. Not in the middle of the night. I got up to go to the bathroom in the middle Sat of the night. on the toilet and like passed out twice, yeah. I think. And, and that was when we started to realize like something was kind of wrong. Wrong with. Yeah. Like that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. And then I was also just like gaining weight like no other. Like I mean, crazy. I had like, I was swelling and swelling and swelling. And, and then eventually it started weight. to really show up in my face, which it was like, I'd wake up in the morning and my eyes were so puffy. I could like barely get my contacts in like it looked like i had cried all night long but it really it was just i was so swollen and so puffy let me start noticing in your feet well yeah but every pregnant girl gets like swollen feet really? like it was I like see. i mean not every pregnant girl but like if you get swelling it typically wow. happens in your feet like this i was um, like in my face and in my hands this is stuff people like people don't know maybe you know it's yeah like i mean i didn't about. really like 
I wasn't like looking. We didn't know. We didn't know nothing. No, I mean, I I did my own research because I was the one pregnant. (laughs) I was the one pregnant. I mean, of course, I'm like doing my own research. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, but I kept asking my doctor and she's like, it's okay. It's normal. It's normal to swell. It's normal to swell. And I'm like, okay. So I just was riding it out. Yeah, my blood pressure went up. But the problem with me was I typically have very low blood pressure. Like my blood pressure on average runs like 90 over 60 so it's like very low low. so when i was having high blood pressure it wasn't like sky high it was just high for me and i feel like it wasn't really triggering like a red flag it was high even by normal standards but that made it to us to me and i like we like you know your doctor yeah too it was like for you it was super high yeah so i think it was like i ended up going into the doctor i was like around 35 no i think i was like 37 weeks because i i made it pretty long time with the swelling um i was like 37 weeks i went in and she was like you know every if you've been pregnant before you know you get down to your weekly appointments and they start weighing you every time you go in every week so i had gone in the week prior and then the week after and i had gained 10 pounds in one week and doctor the doctor looked at me and she was like did you realize you gained 10 pounds in one week? And I was like, listen, I'm not doing anything different. I don't, I'm just like swelling. You were like preeclamptic at that point. Yeah. So then she ordered like all the preeclampsia tests and all the things to run. And the nurse even said, came in my room that day and was like, are you ready to go up to labor and delivery? And I'm like, today? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, she might send you today. But she ended up waiting a little bit longer so that I could maybe try to go on my own, but I ended up not, and I got induced. <laughs> yeah, and that didn't work so well. Um, but it was like I had to. I had to be induced because I had no other option. It was yeah. At that point, it was dangerous for me to go any longer because my blood pressure was up at this time. It was like 140 over, I don't know. Yeah, but you got induced and it didn't really work, and you are in labor for like how long? Yeah, I Forever. mean, so my induction... I mean, I can't, can't really say it didn't work. It worked because I got 10 centimeters dilated, but, and I pushed, I made it to pushing. I pushed for two and a half hours. So I mean, but it was just a very long process. But you already weren't doing great. Right. To start out. (laughs) Yeah. To start out. And then you're pushing, pushing, pushing forever. And and then then I pushed for two and and a half hours. And then ended up in a whatever, by, I'm going to call it a failed induced. Yeah, it was. You weren't, you didn't deliver. And then you were. I could see in your face you're like exhausted. Yeah, I mean, I you're didn't have I didn't have anything left in me because oh, yeah. I was starting to black out. I mean, I Yeah, and you were already passing out on the weeks prior just Yeah, like <laughs> there was the a couple of times I was having so much pain that I was like blacking out and like yeah. I was trying everything. And and doc the, my doctor, she's great. She she just really wanted me to have that like natural birth and I I wanted to too, but just didn't yeah. end up that way. But anyway, so yeah, I ended up in a C-section because she was stuck. Um, she was stuck like the wrong way in my pelvic bone. Yeah. Found out later I don't have a very um, wide pelvis, so I don't have a lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know, something that caught us off guard was all the different positions you can push from. Oh my oh, gosh, it looked yeah. like a, 
gymnastics event. <laughs> like it was wild. Yeah, that's kind of who. We were not ready for that. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't. No, maybe that's something we should have taken like Lamaze classes for. Maybe um, we should have known. Because you typically think of that the pushing like legs up in the stirrups <laughs> on your back, and then you know they do all these other. There's all these other things. I know. Well, I know. But that's that's a whole story in itself. But, um, yeah. Might catch you off guard. Yeah. I mean, if you're a new mom and you don't know what birth's like. You did it. That's a good thing to look up. Um, no, I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, now I do. But, so yeah, I ended up in a C-section. was, what, about 35 hours in total of a birth that's kind of like a quick summary of my birth story because i feel like i could tell like a very detailed long birth story and it could be like yeah that's hours and in a c-section it went but it happened Which yeah c-section so and poor little stella had her head was a little bit um <laughs> cone, cone shaped because <laughs> the poor girl was stuck in there for so long you were pushing for a long time um luckily she was great she was healthy um all the good things she's very smart so the, yeah the <laughs> yeah it didn't didn't hurt her um so yeah i had a c-section and then but the crazy thing was so since i already went into that whole induction not really in the best health um they ended up having to staple me at the c-section because i was bleeding so bad um i didn't realize when i was obviously on the operating table because I'm trying to stay calm and like keep my anxiety at bay. But later I found out that I was actually bleeding a lot and they had to, I did see him kind of running around frantic and I was like, but I, but I also like had never had a baby before. So I was like, Oh, maybe this is just normal. Normal. (laughs) You bled an abnormal amount and you're not a big girl anyway. And I saw they were frantic in there and I was like, they had to change the out. suction yeah, they, because they, it was full yeah, you, of blood. So you like, yeah, you lost a lot of blood. Yeah. And that, and so, that led to you stay in the hospital extra long. And that led to me postpartum. I think a lot of my postpartum, which is what I want to talk about. Yeah. You were anemic. For yeah. Months. I was anemic for four months, which I think took a toll on my overall health, my overall yeah, body, just, everything. Yeah. So, um, I'll kind of go back to that in a second. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's kind of what ca- may have caused it. I mean, we don't know, but... No, that's what caused me when, to be an anemic, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's what caused that. Oh, you mean the hormones and the postpartum oh, anxiety. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah, it could be just... It, I mean, it postpartum happens, but yeah, that didn't yeah. help. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, w- that was like fatigue and all of that added to it didn't help, yeah. Yeah, what do they call it, um... You said nine months in, nine months out before you... Yeah, before you feel like yourself again. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I had to remind myself of that a few times. Like, you look in the mirror and you're, like, wanting to see your normal self, but it's just not there yet. But, yeah, you just have to give it time. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, that's kind of the birth story. But I just wanted to talk about um, going from zero to one and, like, the postpartum anxiety afterwards. So... Fast forward, I lost a lot of blood, 
they offered me a blood transfusion, but I said no because I they told me I'd have to stay another day in the hospital if I wanted a blood transfusion. And of course, after being there for so long, I was ready to go home. <laughs> yeah. So I said no. In hindsight, I would have uh, 100% taken the blood transfusion. I, I definitely should have taken it. I didn't realize how um, depleted I was until I got home. But so, yeah. Anyways, so I get home and... I'm trying not to make this like really long because I feel like it could be, but, um, obviously now you have a new baby at home, so you're, you can't just jump in the car and go to, um, Kroger. You can't jump in the car and go anywhere without having your whole house packed in a diaper bag and your baby safely in the car seat. You just have so much more responsibility just by leaving the house. (laughs) And I think that was one thing I struggled with was, I was very independent and I liked to be able to go and do things on my own time when I wanted to. And it was just now I had to take a little one with me everywhere I went, which now after, you know, obviously Stella's almost five. Now it's like now it's like I can't even imagine going somewhere without taking my children. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so used to taking them. <coughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love going places by myself, <laughs> but um no yeah it's crazy how your your life just changes that much like at first it's like um yeah it's weird that the that you have a kid back there and then yeah actually you like <laughs> it's weird when you don't have them yeah, yeah. now it's like i leave the house without them and i'm like wait what <laughs> what is this like <laughs> well i'm used to it because I, yeah <laughs> I get up and go to work and I have earlier work. Yeah. It just works out that you always have them in the morning. But whenever we're in that white Tahoe, (laughs) I'm expecting the kids, you know? Yeah, I get that. (laughs) I get that. Like, I feel it the same, just not in my my work vehicle. Yeah. (laughs) You're used to just being able to go to work, which is fine. I I like being the one that, you know, takes them where they need to go in the morning. And I like being able to be there with them. Yeah. Um but um so do you have any tips for for like going packing the whole life in the diaper bag is there anything that I helps mean or? maybe just like I well one thing that was a big help for me was making sure I had it like for work especially was having it ready the night before like having your diaper bag prepared and ready to go the night before <laughs> was key there were some mornings i was like too tired the night before and i was like i'll just do it in the morning and then i would do it in the morning and it was like chaos it was like me running around making sure i have everything so yeah i mean as far as the diaper bag goes i mean everybody's kind of different what they keep in their diaper bag whether you breastfeed bottle feed all the things but i think just being prepared and getting it ready the night before you're just going to set yourself up for success in the morning because then that way all you have to do is take care of your baby and not worry about packing all your things yeah because you know it's already like yo yeah you already don't know what's going to happen the morning of like your baby could have a blowout or you know that's the best <laughs> the, the poopy diaper right when you're getting ready getting to, walk, ready out to walk out the door <laughs> you're like oh you smell like crap <laughs> great (laughs) yeah so um that was a good question um but what I really wanted to get into was like the postpartum anxiety that I had after having a baby so 
I had her and I didn't really get this at first you get like the baby blues because you know I couldn't wait to be on maternity leave but then once I was it was like okay it was just me and the baby and yeah it was lonely you went right back to work and I was just kind of like this is it I mean, I kept myself busy. Like, I feel like I did a lot of cleaning. I did, like, my makeup business still. I went to TJ Maxx. I went to Starbucks. Like, I went places. But it's still just, like, it just hit me hard. And I think it was just because, like, I was so independent and loved doing things, like, by myself more than I realized. And I was like, oh, I can't do that anymore. It was just a big transition. So I would have just, like, all these like uncontrollable thoughts like I just would like it was just bad like I was like always afraid always worrying and I have anxiety anyways but like it was just like amplified I feel like with the first baby but I feel like that's also kind of normal because you're taking care of like this baby that you've carried for nine months and you want to make sure they're still breathing you know it's like I'd wake up in the middle of the night you'd hear like one little sound and you'd wake up in the middle of the night and you'd look at them and make sure they're still breathing like and you're not sleeping much yeah you're not sleeping much like and that was another thing like I mean I hadn't when I went through my induction my c-section I was in labor for 35 hours I hadn't slept for almost two days (laughs) yeah and so I was like very sleep deprived which, yeah, which one, what mom isn't sleep Once deprived. they start that inducing in process, you the, the no sleep. Yeah. And so I just had a lot of hormones, like a lot of up and down hormones. And I feel like what, I feel like it's just completely normal to have those. It's okay to have those. And I just feel like I want to like make it aware that if you have a baby and you have baby blues or you have all this anxiety, it's completely normal. Um, it's like a ultimate hormone yeah. dump and swing. And I remember like you would come home from work at like seven yeah. and I think I had just like had a day. Like that doesn't help. Like, yeah. And, it, and like, it was probably getting dark and I, you come home late and then I would just like cry my eyes out <laughs> like, Yeah, for no reason. I mean, I shouldn't say for no reason, but like kind of, I think I was just exhausted. It's a lot. Um, yeah, but. definitely my job didn't help anything. Like I, I remember, I think I was working a lot of hours. Yeah. You were working a lot at that time. At that time. And I think you went out of town, like around the time she was probably like four or five months, you ended up going out of town again. So it was, yeah, yeah it was, it was challenging, but I mean, I made it through and then, um, I think just adding to that is the fact that I was anemic and just the, it just, it how just it is. added <laughs> to, it's just how it is period. I mean, yeah. So, um, and then around like four months postpartum, I started losing my hair. I lost like a ton of my hair, like around my hairline. Yeah. I and I was like, I couldn't pull my hair up in like a messy bun for like six months because I had like bald spots on both sides of and my that head. Was like, unexpected yeah Um, that was unexpected i mean like i had heard about postpartum hair loss but like i was one of the first of my friends to have babies like i was one like this goes back to our birth story like i got pregnant rather quickly so none of my friends had kids like i yeah the only person i knew that had a baby was my sister-in-law yeah and that helps i didn't really have anybody to like 
be like, hey, is this normal? Like, I, I didn't have anybody. You had her. I, I mean, did have her. She, she was, was the one person. She was, she probably helped you a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I probably, I know for sure I texted her about breastfeeding. I'm sure everybody because, has somebody, you know, everybody has, a, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, yeah, you, I feel like you said this before, like, you get so much closer, like, I don't know, to other moms, like. Yeah, once you, you become a mom. Understand. Yeah. What's going on. I think, like, even I did this, like, when before you're a mom, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this when I'm a mom. I'm going to do this when I'm a mom. But then, like, you become a mom and you're like, okay, like. I see why moms are the way that they are because they're just trying to survive. <laughs> like they're just trying to, um, like I see a lot of moms say like, I'll never let my kids sleep in my bed. And like, you oh, know, yeah. I thought that too, but <laughs> well, you did a good job for a long time, actually. But. No, I mean, our kids do, I, our kids do really well and I'm really proud of them, but, um, it, yeah. yeah, there's just sometimes you're in survival mode and you just do what you need to do to get sleep and that's okay. <laughs> that, that comes with, that came a lot more with baby number baby two. Baby number two. <laughs> yeah. But we're, all, we're talking about baby number one. Yeah. Today. I am going to kind of <laughs> relate though. So anyways, back to the postpartum hair loss. That was that was a big struggle for me because. Yeah. I mean, I, I what girl wants to lose their hair? <laughs> like, none, that's not none. fun. And especially in their 20s. Yeah. So, but then, it, but then it starts to grow back and then it grows back in really funky ways and you're just trying to get it to lay down. But so weird yeah so and it and it takes about it takes about like a full year for it to like really come back in and like start to lay down like so naturally do you know what the cause of that is i guess just hormones it's, just, it's the massive hormone dump yeah it's just hormones okay yeah i don't i didn't i didn't know yeah um and it doesn't happen to everybody but it does happen um, I would say a good bit because even with baby number two, I lost my hair again. <laughs> so and it's back. Um, and it's back. Finally, <laughs> it actually finally feels like it's getting like That's thick so crazy. again. Like, um, and she's how, two. How you guys har- you could harness the power of getting your hair to grow back. You'd have make a lot of money off men that just lose their hair and it never comes back. Like, <laughs> That's true. At least it grows back. <laughs> like, what do they need? Estrogen? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What's crazy though is one of my friends, she um she didn't lose her hair. Her hair actually got thicker and like more voluminous Isn't when that she weird? got pregnant. And I'm like, what? Why why didn't that happen to me? Like I would have loved to have gotten some more thicker hair. My mic is falling off the um <laughs> So basically, I just wanted to shed some light on um, postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression. I don't know if I would put myself in the category that I had postpartum depression because I kind of snapped out of it around like three months postpartum um, once I went back to work. Um, Once I went back to work, I started to get into a more regular routine of... um, just like a daily routine and for me going back to work was like what I needed it was like snap me back into like okay this is me this is what I'm used to I can be a mom and I can work and I can I can balance the two I mean going back to work is hard because you're leaving your baby for the first time but for me it was it was a routine it got me back on a routine a working mom yeah and that's I just thrive on that like routine. routine yeah sorry um, and being a stay-at-home mom, there—that's the hardest job. 
like because she's like no break there's no break um you should have a stay-at-home mom on at some point yeah i do i i want to um, I feel like it takes a special type of person. Yeah, lots of patience. Lots and lots of patience. I mean, if you're middle class, you just kind of have to set your life up that way. Yeah. I mean, I get it when, like, there's, like, some rich yeah. guy, family with a lot of money and it's no yeah. issue. And then, but, like, there's, but there's, there's also middle, people that I think fall in the category, like, yeah, middle class. And they're also, like... Because then they're like... They don't have family. Like, they don't have a lot of family. Yeah. Like, we're lucky. We have a ton of family be, to help um, us. interesting to have all different types of... Yeah. Moms. Like, yeah. Because there's different types. Oh, very. We're going to classify oh, so many. all these moms. <laughs> yeah, so many. But it's funny because we all kind of still relate to each other. Yeah, yeah. But we're all different. Yeah, but... Yeah. It's just... You can go about it many different ways is kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. You know, you don't have to be a working mom. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people are just the way the economy The way the is, society the is. The way, yeah. yeah, as much as it costs to yeah. buy a house. Yeah, um, and especially just in the last year, like inflation, like, I mean, it's Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, wild. I got off on a wild no, tangent. No, it's okay. What I was saying was that we have like a really good family that helps us a lot and some people don't, so they have to pay for childcare, which means like, yeah that's a lot of money in itself and sometimes it's better for them to just stay home because you're you're basically just working to pay child if you can't make more than what child care costs yeah yeah then it's just and it can come close but it does it easily pretty easily it can come close it's like not that hard like child (laughs) care is expensive especially while they're little i think a lot of times moms will go back to work once their kids are in school because at that point then they're not paying for child care but yeah. even then, it's still like you have to get them to every activity and so all the things. You're gonna, so where we're at, you, you got to fall into your routine. Yes. Maternity yes. leave is over, and yes. So back to like yours was keep me on track. Yours is work. Yeah, work for you found me. You, you got back into your work. Snapped routine. me out of my like postpartum anxiety th- rut that I was falling into. So I feel like um, that's just your personality type. That's that was your goal. Your you know, you got your degree, and yeah. your professional, your you like, yeah. had a career at that point, and you yeah. want to get back to it. That's and just I how like, you are. and with what I do, I get to interact with people on a daily basis. So, like me being home with my infant, <laughs> like <laughs> at that point, the baby couldn't talk back to me. I like, I felt like I had no one to talk to. Like, so when I went back to work, I was like, okay, I can interact with people, interact with adults, like, <laughs> in, just interaction. Which I know, I know if we had a stay-at-home mom on here, they would probably say something similar to that. Yeah, I wonder, like, what they do to... To, like, have interaction, like, adult <laughs> interaction. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sound like we're... Like, no, I mean, but really. Especially if you're with just a baby. Like, now I have Stella, which, I mean, she's still, like, a kid. But, like, I can talk to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trust me. They, oh, they start talking pretty fast with... <laughs> They think they're adults. They seem um, like adults. Anyways, so <laughs> my phone died, which is what I kind of have my outline on. But we're just gonna we're gonna oh, go with no. it. <laughs> it's okay. Actually, I think you shared your show notes with me. Oh, okay. Maybe you can pull them up. It's okay. I oh, I it in I my can head. now. I'm hi- I hijacked the show anyways. Half <laughs> the time. Let's, um, let's see what you got. So zero to one. So anyways, what was zero to one like for you? Anything that you uh, <laughs> remember? I know it's been a while. It's been a while. 
Uh, well, it took what I don't know. It took me a while to get used to, you know, your life. Rev- well, not so much when they're newborns, but then it's like sometime at at some point between yeah. like when they start getting a nap schedule i don't know like, when that yeah. happened like when they're first few months they just sleep all the time it's like yeah whatever they're just kind of you can there. just roll with it yeah there's yeah. no schedule like when they're newborns there's really like so not there's a, a few schedule. months there at the beginning they're just sleeping all the time they'll sleep wherever they're sleeping that little <laughs> car seat <laughs> yeah. wherever you take it yeah <laughs> you know but then they get bigger and they're like so a, then when a they human. get bigger your world starts to revolve around nap time getting that baby a nap which is important. And they're not a baby. It's like you're one to two year old. Yeah. Well, and it's important because. Or maybe one they, to three. Even like six months. It depends on your baby probably. But like if they don't nap, then it's like they're very cranky. And then get, and then it does just ruins your time. It ruins their sleep schedule at night, which yeah. is something you don't think about. Eventually, right. you have to get used to getting them a nap in the middle mm-hmm. of the day. A good one. Yeah. Because if, you, if they're if overtired. If you don't get it, then they're not go- going to sleep well at night. You would think like, mm-hmm. oh, they didn't nap good. Um, they'll sleep better they'll at sleep, night. They'll be more tired. But it's actually, I mean, with our kids and you read. Yeah. You read books and oh, stuff. Oh, like I read this. a ton. I um, I even took a class um, called Taking Care of Babies, which I highly recommend to any new mom. I love Taking Care of Babies. It's actually an Instagram account. It's an Instagram account. It's you called Taking Kara. So Kara is the lady's name. It's C A R A Babies. So Taking Kara <laughs> Babies. Okay. Yeah. And her. So it's a wife of a male pediatrician. Okay. Um, so does that make her expert? <laughs> Well, I'm just kidding. She was a she. I think she was a pediatric nurse for a really long time prior <laughs> to doing this. So she had a lot of education herself. But then also her husband was a pediatrician, yeah. and I think her very first baby like never slept. And so she like did a ton of research on her own and then created all of this. Yeah, because her baby never Taking slept. Taking care of babies, and she was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want other moms to have to deal with this. And she figured out this like sleeping pattern pattern and works that works and it's really really interesting so i like read i actually read i read a different book before i ran into that instagram account because that instagram account i actually didn't find until i had sylvie so with stella i had read a book read a book i read a whole book that somebody had recommended to me (laughs) and it was like sleep it was like how to get how to get your sleep on yeah that's what it was called how to get your sleep on and i was like okay and one night i was like i'm gonna sit down and read this because i don't know what i'm doing getting our sleep on i was like stella didn't sleep and i need to sleep and i was like i was like what's what's it gonna hurt i'll read this book to finally answer the question (laughs) yeah um which is that's a good thing you got we got a lot of good info there yeah but that the biggest adjustment for me was like that became part of my weekend was like yeah i get the baby to nap and then yeah. that was that was kind of you know me back then we were go 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 people well th- we still are we still are and we still take our kids and, and go go, but, go go dad like, and you're a go 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 dad but you still have to incorporate that nap so that was probably just adjustment for you just like an yeah. adjustment that you kind of realized yeah along the way which is okay 
I mean, what I new parent so, would know that? Yeah, I was so go, 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 especially on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and another it, thing and then was... then it's just, you just got to tone your... Yeah. You do have to step up and that's a new... It's just new. It's yeah. a new thing. I, you know, I was busy. I still am busy. Yeah. But, but even I, nighttime, like, we were used to staying out to, like, I don't know, 11 p.m. Like... That was okay. that was like normal, yeah. but then like once we had a baby, it was like okay, like let's get home around like eight. <laughs> <laughs> it just it you know takes up a big chunk of your time. This whole kid parenting thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got to learn how to maximize your time better. Oh my gosh, yes. Because you 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 don't realize how much time you have before you have kids <laughs> yeah i know i know so then you become an expert you have like these little windows of time and you try to get as much time much things done in these windows of time that you have yeah um so that's mine yeah I don't know. um so that's that's pretty much like the transition topic <laughs> i would say did you not have my notes in your phone no, I couldn't find it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> then we're just going to roll with it. So then the next thing I had was... Do you remember the ship? The wow. mom hack of the week. We'll do the mom hack of the week. <laughs> okay. So. And this one I saw on TikTok or Reels somewhere this week. And it was a mom who put like a have you seen those big like reusable bags you can get them like anywhere tg maxx kroger the big plastic reusable bags she hung she hung it on a hanger stuck it in the closet and then every time she went to put on a piece of clothing out of their kid's closet that didn't fit she would toss it in this reusable bag so i thought that was like genius because a lot of times i'll take a piece of clothes out and i'm like oh this doesn't fit them but i but for whatever reason, I throw it back in the closet <laughs> so that the next person, you or my grandma or whoever Baby comes and tries to do the same thing and then it doesn't fit and then it gets thrown back into the closet. So instead of like this rotating cycle of clothes being thrown back into the closet, put it in the reusable bag. And then once that reusable bag is full, you can either sell put it. it in a tote and <laughs> store it or sell it or donate it That's or whatever you're going to do with it at that point and then it and then it also helps you because i every season which i'm sure every mom does this because it's kind of like you kind of have to every season you have to kind of go through your kids clothes and get out what they don't fit no longer fit and get what they do fit because that's just how kids are they grow so quickly (laughs) that you have to go through their clothes seasonally because seasons change and then their season so clothes don't fit (laughs) <laughs> like last winter Stella's clothes would have never fit her this winter <laughs> um so I just thought that was a really good mom hack that's my mom hack yeah, of the week that's good um I feel like it's definitely I've seen, I've seen this in action yes yeah, so I did I did it in this Sylvie's the truth. closet <laughs> and it's so simple too like a reusable bag on a hanger that's all you need that's great all right it's like a dollar or two what else you got um and then parenting hack of the week i thought of this one today is (laughs) um go to a gym that has child care oh yeah we did this like last winter when you were laid off you were actually the one that decided you wanted to get a gym membership again 
and then I kind of said, well, if you're going to get a gym membership, you might as well get one that has childcare because that's well, going to be benefit both of us. South Town. Well, we kind of like had, we had kind of moved, and I had the Peloton bike, and we were you were working out like out here in the garage. I had that hernia surgery. You had hernia surgery, so we were just kind of like in a like a new place. We were like, <laughs> okay, something's you were ready to go to like a new gym and the girls were old enough that they could go to like a so child then care we shopped around for the best child care <laughs> in your town yeah like, that's what you should do mm-hmm. yeah that's a and we deep. live in a small town so to be honest there's not a lot of options there's, there's only two gyms. but there's only two that have child care well yeah so i'm I saying like best. if you live in a big city you probably have a ton of options maybe but, oh yeah, yeah but like we only had two options but even those two i mean I'm thankful. Actually, there there's might be more. three. There might be three. Yeah, there's um, at least three with child care. And also, COVID was really weird. Like, they didn't have child care for a while there with COVID, but it all opened back up. Yeah. Um, we, I don't know how most gyms are for most folks, but we settled on the why. I'm glad we did because I like, I don't know how they are everywhere else, but around here, um, the why is awesome. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the child care the facility, great. the child care like room is so clean and so like they have so much We're in lucky, there though. for the like, kids ours to is do. To college. Yeah. The community um, college. And then like another thing that I didn't know when I signed up for or well, actually Craig Craig was the one that signed us up. You signed us up. I remember you took the girls for the first time. Um <laughs> without me and i was like wow it's weird but i was like so glad you did because it made it so i could go too (laughs) um but what was i gonna say um oh the not only the child care you can also use it for like if you're a member they have like swimming lessons they have basketball for the kids they have soccer for the kids they have and it's like much cheaper because you're already a member so that's another like benefit there's a lot of activities activities just find a gym like that like, for us it's the why i'm sure a lot of the why's are really good yeah um i also think it's good for like our youngest she doesn't go to daycare because we have family that watches her which is great but she doesn't get a lot of interaction with other kids besides her sister so when we take her there it's like she gets to play with other kids and <laughs> yeah not that she's like sheltered because she's definitely not but you know what I mean? She gets like no, it's great interact with different kids. Get some germs too. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's kind of the downfall. But you know, I kind of just try to try to just keep trucking through because no matter what, you're just gonna you're gonna run into that. So that I do get a ton of anxiety from um, my kids getting sick. I don't know why. I don't know if COVID made it worse, but you just got to keep trucking. Yeah, you trucking can't right let through. your life stop over snotty nose. Yeah. That's my dad hack of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so we did mom hack of the week, parent hack of the week, and then um, the last, I feel like I'm missing one. Fashion trend of the week. Yes, that's the one I always say for last <laughs> because that's the most fun. Um the fashion trend of the week to keep you as a cool mom is <laughs> i kind of want to do this for cool dad <laughs> if you have something you can share um is um a good pair of slippers so last no this summer actually i i got myself a good pair of slippers because they were on sale because who buys slippers in the middle of summer 
me because they were on sale. I got a pair of Ugg slippers and we have hardwood floors. So like, I feel like if you have hardwood floors, it's even more essential because <laughs> it keeps your feet warm. But you can throw them on. You can run out to the mailbox. I've actually dropped Stella off to school in them a couple times. I typically only wear them around the house. But I, I feel like as a mom, you need a good pair of slippers because especially a mom of toddlers, you're going to have crumbs on the floor. Your floor is going to be sticky. And if you throw on a pair of slippers, you don't have to think about your dirty floors. <laughs> Although, so what kind of slippers do you have? Did you already say? I have. A, yeah, I have Ugg slippers, which are you know the classic they look like full-blown they got some big soles it's real on. fur that Ugg <laughs> uses it's sh- real fur it really is it's like oh, sheep what kind i think it's sheep <laughs> i had this takes me back to my high school days because when i i've had Ugg, Ugg since i was in high school yeah they're, they're, they're they cute. hold up for a long time they got a big sole they're like yeah i've had them on in a picture How that we posted them before cost? Well, I got them on sale in the summer, so they were like $69. I mean, that's expensive for an on-sale slipper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, original <laughs> price, original price, like 120 Oh, my gosh. But listen, that's what I'm saying. The fur is real, and All it's right. real suede. Suede. They're nice. I, and I've had, Ugg, I've had Ugg boots that I had in high school that lasted like four or five years. I mean, they last a while. But um, I agree. I actually bought your mom a pair of Ugg slippers for Christmas like four years ago, and she loved them. So if you're Does looking she for still like love a, them? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while since we uh, bought them for her. Now she matters. might have she might have a new pair by now. But um, it would be a good a good Christmas gift for a oh, mom yeah. if you're trying to think of like a good Christmas gift, a nice pair of slippers. Um, they don't have to be Ugg slippers, but they do make some like dupe ones that you can buy. Um, but I just thought that was like a fun comfort item to keep you as a cool mom. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I my equivalent is Crocs. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's because the dad hack. My dad fashion trend of the week. <laughs> you gotta Especially, be a special guy to you know what crocs. you need a pair of crocs with the fleece on the inside i already have them oh you do <laughs> yeah those are my winter crocs okay yeah um those are like those are like the dad slippers uh, yeah they're lined <laughs> i don't know if they have sheep's fur <laughs> no but Whoa, they're good too but, um their crocs are awesome i i think hey dudes are the other thing people yeah. wear not that any. I almost bought you a pair of those for your birthday, but I got you the sneakers instead. I'm a Croc guy. Yeah. Um. Our, I mean, our kids like I'm Crocs a, too. I'm a camo Croc guy. Camo Croc. You don't like the gray one? And I have to, no. I actually don't. Because <laughs> if you're wearing Crocs, it's like you know. You know, there's the stigma <laughs> that Crocs aren't cool. I brought Crocs back and around <laughs> my family. Yeah. I was the first one, and then They're you got them, mom got them, everybody in the freaking family got them again. I'm I like, brought them for our kids. I'm like, the camo Crocs are cool. I like screamed it. They're cool. <laughs> They're cool. All right. Drop mic. <laughs> All right. So I guess that pretty much sums up. Um, oh, no. I remember. I remember now what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Okay. So I'm going to just add it in because my phone died. So my outline was and gone. Add in. Back to our topic was the postpartum anxiety. 
um, I posted a question box on my Instagram and I said, what do you do to fill your cup as a mom? So this was one thing I wanted to put back into, like, if you do feel a lot of postpartum anxiety or if you are a stay-at-home mom or maybe you just need something like you need to fill your cup in order to fill your kids' cups, if that makes sense. Oh, makes so, sense. like keeping yourself fulfilled so that you can fulfill their you needs. You need to be at your best to be the best version of you for yes. your kids. Yes, and that was something I had to learn going from zero to one. Like, I need to take care of me so that I can take care of them. Yeah, you need to get your butt to the gym. That was one of them. And all (laughs) y'all. So I put that on my question box and I was kind of like really wanted to hear what other moms do because obviously I know what I do. I know what, what I like to do, but so what I like to do is like, just, you know, go to target by myself or go to Starbucks by myself and just like be able to like walk around look at things or go to the gym and, or go to a class, go to a workout class or like anything like that, just to like get me away for a little bit. Um, but it was funny. Other people wrote in and said, um, they schedule themselves out like a date. Like there was one person that said, I'll put a day every month or every six weeks. And it was just like a day for me to go do something. And so they schedule out a day and they'll like do a facial or a massage or they'll just go and do something for them. And I was like, Oh, that's like a really good idea. Like actually put it on your schedule because if you don't, don't let anything mess with it. Yeah, because if you don't Sorry. put it on your schedule, then it's not there. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll do it, but, like, then I never do. Yeah. Um, or they also said, like, th- a, lot of the, a lot of the things that came in was um, similar. And then there was, like, one, I think there was one also that said that, like, they like to read the Bible or go to church or um, write down things that they're grateful for. So I thought that one was really good, too. Yeah. Um, other than just the normal like Target runs and the <laughs> TJ Maxx and the Starbucks, those there. were all those all came in and those were all very common ones of you, like, what do you do to fill your cup? You're good for a Starbucks run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think some people. Oh, actually, some people said listen to podcasts, so that was kind of cool. Um. I'm kind of one of those people. Yeah, so that was that was good. I'm one of those people too. Like even if I get in my car and I'm by myself and I listen to a podcast without any interruptions, I'm like, oh, that was so fulfilling. <laughs> like for real. I didn't have anybody yelling for me, needing me for something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, podcast could be a way to fill your cup. So just anyways, that just I just wanted to throw that in there because I put that on my Instagram and I didn't want you guys to be like wait, she didn't talk about that. (laughs) And that was something (laughs) that I had planned to talk about. Good catch. So that pretty much wraps up the show. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I will be back on for two more episodes before I take my little break for Christmas. And then we'll come back for the new year. Or well, this episode plus one more episode and then we'll take like a little break and we'll be back at the first of the year with some creative new things so see you cool moms